Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me are my co-hosts, Kendall Whitley and Jerry Martinez. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good, man. I hope the same for everybody's out there today. Yeah, staying safe, doing good. Thank you for asking. Yes, today we were supposed to have Dexter McCluster on the show. Unfortunately, uh, there was a conflict in schedule, and we, we hope that he can come back on the show very soon. Yes, we hope to have him back soon. I, I, I got, a pre, got a pretty good feel. We'll get him back soon. You know, sometimes, unfortunately, things come up, and that was the case this time. Yeah, I mean, we did do the, uh, pre, the pre-interview, the right, that we usually do with you know, any guests that we do bring on to the show. And, and he was such a, a, a great, great individual, great person, uh, full of energy. So, yeah, I can't wait to get him back on the show. All right, guys. So on today's episode, we are going to – bring back an interview we did a couple weeks back with uh, NFL CFL prospect Shaquille Bolden. Uh, it was a great interview. Uh, great young man ready for his next opportunity. Yes, I can't wait to hear it again. And like I said, ever since we had him on the first time, he's been he stayed in contact with us ever since. He's been pushing it out. And I just, I'm ready to hear from him again. He's a, he's a real good guy. Yeah, extremely talented football player. And uh, also what he does for his community. I mean, just just a great individual you know he helps out the youth try to get scholarships for them and and he's always in service so you know uh we love him let's talk a little bit about what's going on here in the u.s uh it's been about almost close to 14 days since the death of george floyd there's been a lot of protests a lot of riots just a lot of things that are going on around us so first of all just want to say that our thoughts and prayers are with the family, and uh, we hope things get better very soon. Yes, Minakadoza and, and our sadness is with the George, the George Floyd family, and we wish the best for them. We through this time that they're going through right now, and I mean, I mean, like I said, we couldn't we couldn't get by without without touching on a little bit. And I mean, like I said, just to reiterate, like Fidel said, we wish the best for the family. Yes, uh, condolences to the family. Uh, to, to the Floyd family and, and, uh, you know, and some of the families that, that are, are going through some trial, you know, some trialing times right now because of the riot, the riots and whatnot. Uh, but you know, if there's any kind of advice I, I can give personally is let's just try to be the best version of ourselves, you know, whether it be a, a, a daughter, 
uh, you know, a, a daughter or son, you know, a, a father or a mother, you know, or, or just a friend or a coworker, right? Just be the best version to that, that we can be. And it all starts at home. Let's talk about some rookie quarterbacks and what their win total is going to be. Let's start off with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Kendall, how many wins do you think he's going to have? Man, to be, to be honest, I think Burrow. I think the Bengals going to be an underrated team. I think, um, like I said, let's not let's not be fooled by the record from last year. They didn't win what, one or two games. That's about it. I think the Bengals. I think Burrow alone can lead the Bengals to at least four or five at at, at best, probably six wins. Now, I'm not talking playoffs. I'm not even talking out on the outside looking in, almost getting the playoffs. But I think they can at least – I think they can get the five wins. The Bengals roster, they got some talent on that roster. And they had some talent on the roster before they went to the draft and Frazier this past season. They've got some talent. that They, they addressed the offensive line a little bit. They got them some protection. They got them a wide receiver, T. Higgins, out of Clemson. I think Burrow alone. Because, I mean, I think – I mean, you brung him in. I mean, I think uh, just him alone. Anything that, that he does for the Bengals this year is going to be a plus. Because you, what you won with one or two games last year. Anything that he can do, it's, it will be a big stepping point. So let's not get big picture talk players. But I think they can actually win like five or six games and be and be a, um, be an underrated team to keep out. You know, the, the one thing with the Cincinnati Bengals is they, they do have some weapons there. Um, I, they did have a lot of injuries last year. So uh, I can definitely see them, you know, getting six wins. And then the other key factor would be the division that they're in is uh, Ben Roethlisberger going to be healthy the whole season. So they play Pittsburgh twice a year. Um, and you know what? I'm not too high on Pittsburgh this year. I'm really not. They really didn't do too much for me as far as addressing their needs. Well, I think the Steelers are going to be good this year. I think they got, they're getting Big Ben back. And I'm, I'm, those are, that's one of my teams that I'm actually high on. I think the, Bing, I think the Steelers are going to be pretty good because they got a young defense. You know, they got Minka from the Dolphins. They got, they got the young linebacker, Devin Bush. They still got Mark Barron and, um, and um, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tewitt. I think Bud, you know, still got Bud Dupree and, and T.J. Watt. I think the Steelers with that defense, and you and remember the Steelers from the old days, man. How they used to win games with defense running game. They get, I mean, they're gonna be a little, a lot healthier this year. A lot of things didn't go well for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. You get your quarterback back. I think the Steelers gonna be right in the thick of things. Now, I, I, I think they're gonna be a playoff team, definitely. All right. So again, the the biggest question mark for the Pittsburgh Steelers is gonna be the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. He is a really older quarterback. And, you know, everybody knows he does, he does not work hard in the offseason. So, I mean, to me, he's still – it's a big question mark, man. I don't, I don't see him playing the whole season. And, I mean, they really didn't address the backup position either. I mean, they did. It's, it's the same depth chart from last year besides them adding Paxton Lynch. But, again, we already kind of went over that, right, because we don't see Paxton yes. Lynch as a franchise quarterback. So, that's going to be very interesting to see. But, yeah, I, I would say six wins for Jer, uh, Gerald Burrow. And the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, let's, I agree. let's move along for to Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, of course, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starter right now, but you know if they start losing, you know, two games in a row, three games in a row, you know that the fans are going to want to see Tua. So, what? How many wins do you see them having with him? I don't think if Tua does play this year, I think it'd be after Thanksgiving, like around at, at the midpoint of the season, I don't, he's not going to start the season. They, they, they're not going to throw him out in the fire like that, especially with the offseason that we're having right now. They're not going to throw him out there like that. I think um, they're going to go with Fitzpatrick. We see how we see how Fitzpatrick finished the season out last year with a, with a big win in New England. I think they'll go with Fitzpatrick to about Thanksgiving and see how their record is. And if they're out of the playoff contention, 
or if Fitzpatrick turns back into picks Patrick and turns the ball over a lot, I think um I definitely think you'll see two in there sooner rather than later. But I don't I, he's not gonna start the season. No, I know that for a fact. I, I mean, but if let's just say hypothetically he comes in around Thanksgiving time, I think he I think uh I think he can he can at least get him give him like at least like four wins. Cause they got, they got they got a pretty good roster. They got a pretty good roster. And that defense is built built up. Brian Flores, he's a defensive coach. They got some weapons there on offense. So I think um two. I think just, if he comes in after Thanksgiving, I think he he'll win. He'll give him four get four wins. You know what? I think we might see two sooner than later. So with that being said, uh, they have a lot of talent now in Miami, right? I love the draft. I love what they did in free agency. Uh, so you know he he's gonna have a running game. That's going to help him out. Uh, he's going to have a young defense. They signed Byron Jones, top corner in free agency. So, I mean, I can see, I can see two having six or seven wins. I, I will, I'm going to give them, I'm going to get the Dolphins this year alone, probably a six or seven, but two or just two alone, I give him four. I'm going to give him four. But don't you feel he's good for two to three wins just by himself? Yeah, he is just talent alone. But like I said, we don't know what we're going to get from to him. And we don't like, he's just, he's a, he's injury prone. And you know what they say? If you're hurt in college, you're going to be hurt in the pros. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, you, it's very rare that you see somebody that's, that's hurt in college and then get to the pros and they turn all over and, t- and turn around. So I think, I mean, I think it's going to follow him. I love the pick for the Dolphins, but I just, I think two, I think he's going to get my, my at least four wins after Thanksgiving. Just him you know, alone. You know what? I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say seven wins. Seven wins for Tua Tungabailoa and the Miami Dolphins. Then you must, you must think that Tua is going to start the season off week one. In New I, I just think it's going to be sooner than later. So we all know that things can change pretty quick. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he can throw three touchdowns who's your, who's in a row. Your opening day, who's your opening day starter, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua? If we're, if we're talking right now, just see who starts tomorrow. You know what? If it wasn't for the pandemic going on, I would, I would <laughs> say Tua Tungabailoa. But due to everything going on, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick knows the system. Uh, I mean, as far as him needing to learn something new, he doesn't have to because he already knows the system, right? So right. I feel more confident saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. But with that being said, Ryan Fitzpatrick better hold on to that job really tight because if he yes. messes up, he's on a thin line. And yep, uh, he will be benched. Yes, so, I agree. So, yeah, I'm going to go with seven wins for Tua Tunga Bailoa and the Miami Dolphins. And, I, and I'll go with the four, just him alone, because I think he's starting after Thanksgiving. All right, let's move along to Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, this one's really intriguing just for the fact that they already have a you know a starter in place. And, oh, my goodness, I'm drawing blanks. Who's their starting quarterback? <laughs> for this, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I am sorry, man. He's just like yeah. – I just forget about that name, right? Because he was really <laughs> – yes. You know, people forget that he played with the Baltimore Ravens and then uh, Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns, and now he's with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, so I feel like Justin Herbert is going to, you know, I think he's going to start very soon. Just it might be like a Tua by low situation. Uh, with that being said, uh, the, the Los Angeles Chargers have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent on that team. They have a really good running game. They got some really good receivers out there. And a tight end as well, all pro tight end, and Hunter Henry. So, you know what? I I can see Justin Herbert having seven wins for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um. Well, I'm, I'm a, if the guys, if 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 all fans out there, if y'all been listening to our podcast leading up to the draft, well, leading up to the draft, y'all know I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. 
And right, and, and what's Ty, we know what Tyron Taylor is. He lost his job in Cleveland to Baker Mayfield. He started the season, then he got hurt. It was like a national, a national TV game. He got hurt, and Baker's taken the job over ever since. I think, I think Tyron Taylor's going to start the season off. I give him two weeks. I think Justin Herbert, I'm going out on a limb. Justin Herbert alone, and make, and make sure y'all hear this, hear this good. Justin Herbert alone will lead the Chargers to nine or ten wins this season. He's in the, and I'm going I'm to give you my reason why. He's in the best position to succeed right now and be successful. And, and I, I am a big Justin Herbert fan. A lot of people, they don't think he's a good guy. You know, he's not a teammate guy. He's not like a, he's not your rah-rah guy that's going to lead nobody. I think Justin Herbert is going to lead him to a nine. I'm going, matter of fact, I'm going to say ten wins for, for, the, for Justin Herbert. So means to me that whenever he takes over, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win ten more games than whatever they have. I think Herbert and the Chargers. There was a match made in heaven. I think. I think he's gonna give them at least nine or ten wins this year. And the Chargers gonna be a playoff team with Justin Herbert. Interesting uh, thing. I'm actually looking at the Chargers schedule right now. And week one, it looks like they're in Cincinnati playing the Bengals. Yes. So you know that might be a situation. I mean, who knows what happens in training camp and preseason, right? That it might be mm-hmm. just Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow. Right off the gates at week one, yes, and also, hey, if if we're, we're, I'm talking hypothetical, I, you would think that they think Tyrod Taylor, he already knows the system, and then the pandemic we're in with the virtual offseason, Justin Herbert's not gonna really know it. But okay, but look at this way: if Justin Herbert, whenever we, training camps open in a few weeks, well, next month, if Justin Herbert comes out and he lights it up in training camp, that's gonna be his job going into the season. And with all that talent they got with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. Eckler in the backfield. They got on. They drafted the running back out of UCLA. The Chargers are going to be a good team this year, and they're in a tough. They're in a good division, and I think the Chargers. I think Justin Herbert is going to be. He's going to be something. Something to deal with. He's going to be something serious. I'm a. I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. I think out of all the rookie quarterback, he's in the best position to succeed right now. So week one, they're in Cincinnati. Uh, week two, they host the the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I mean, that might be a game that Tyrod Taylor might struggle in. And week yep. three, they actually played the Carolina Panthers. So uh, I can definitely see him starting to play by week three. I believe – is it week four? Are they in Atlanta week four? No, they're actually – so after they host the Panthers, they go to Tampa Bay. Um, they play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Week, week after that, week after that, they travel to New Orleans and play Drew Brees and the Saints. Yes. And then after that, they host the Jets. Okay, I'll do so, why I asked about that about the Atlanta game because I'm 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 close by it and I might go see one of my best quarterbacks come out this year's this year's draft, Justin Herbert. I think he's gonna put on the show down in Atlanta whenever they do play. And I mean, I think he's gonna take over. I within the in the first month of the season, Justin Herbert's gonna take over. We are, we know what Tyrod Taylor is. Justin Herbert's the future. Yeah, I mean, those are gonna be a couple, you know, really hard back to back games if he does end up play uh, starting against the Carolina Panthers. First, you have to go to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Uh, and we are we already know, like, what they have. They have a really great offense, and the defense is young. They're just a really good team. And then after that, you have to go to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome and play the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Oof. That, that's going to that, be an answer to <laughs> Talking Oof. about a, a really tough test for a rookie quarterback. Right. Oof. That's going to be a tough one right there. We are excited to announce the official launch of our website, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Eastwestfootballnetwork.com is a website where all football fans can find the latest football content. With a dedicated team that consists of 10 writers, coast to coast, East West Football Network has you covered. Here's a short introduction to our team.
Hi, everyone. My name is Avery Bailey. I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And after high school, I attended Ball State University, where I played football. Right now, I reside in Chicago, Illinois, where I'm a real estate tax accountant. This upcoming season, I will be your draft analyst, covering all draft eligible players for the 2020-2021 football season. Hey guys, Ollie Jawad with the East West Football Network. I'm currently covering the AFC South and I also cover the New York Giants for Blitzalytics.com. And I'm currently a student at the University of Houston working for UH Football and Football Coaches Video and recently got a job in team operations for the Houston Texans and uh, very excited for the opportunity I'm getting right now with East West Football Network. Hello, my name is Stephen Patrick, also known as SK Patrick. I've been a sports journalist for five years covering the ACC for the East-West Football Network. I'll be covering the AFC North. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Shelby Allen, and I'm going to be covering the NFC East Division for the East-West Football Network. My name is Anthony Valenti. I am going to be covering the NFC North along with scouting the Big Ten and MAC conference. Um, I am a former college football player who attended Capital University in Columbus, Ohio. Um, currently, uh, I am um, a football coach as well as a league administrator in college. I graduated with a degree in exercise science and sports business. I love watching football, analyzing football, and covering football, um, and really enjoy and look forward to writing and covering the NFC North. Hi everyone, this is Parker Hall. I'll be the NFC West writer for the East-West Sports Network and uh, just looking forward to writing about some NFL, college, and maybe even some Canadian football for you guys. How you doing out there, all my football fanatics? It's your boy Tarion Rogers, representing at Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'll be your AFC West analyst covering the Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs, the newly placed Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. So for all the latest and greatest and best AFC West coverage, I'm your man, Tarion Rogers, representing that East-West Football Podcast Network. Let's go. This is Shaquanda with East-West Football Network, covering all of NFC South. Hey, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody is being safe. My name is Eric Pinckney. I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. I attended AC Floor High School. After high school, I went and attended Georgia Southern University. I played football there for two seasons. 
Um, I currently just finished a course in sports management worldwide for football general manager and scouting. And I'm excited to be um, the newest member to the East West Football Network. I can't wait to get to work. And that's our team, eastwestfootballnetwork.com, website where you can find the latest football coverage. We are very excited to finally be launching this website. Yes, man, I'm excited and I'm happy for all 10 people that we got that's going to be joining us, man. Like, like Fidel said, they're going to be covering everything football-wise. I mean, from the, I mean everything, scouting, they're going to be scouting for us, writing for us. I mean, I'm excited for all 10 people. They, they're going to be doing some big things for us, and we can't wait to get wait for them to get working with us. I mean, it's a true honor to be a part of something of this team, right? Of And to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Um, these authors are, are very unique and they bring their own spin to each division and to the scouting world too. So guys, this is going to be a, a website where you're going to have the best of both worlds, right? Which is college football coverage and NFL coverage. And, you know, come draft, draft time, you're going to have big boards. You're going to have mock drafts. I mean, it's going to be another, it's going to be another unique platform for everybody to, to keep up to date. And I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to be working with each one of these authors and uh, writers. They all bring, like I said, something unique to this. So eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Yes. And then also too, we want to be interactive with our fans and listeners. So if you have any questions, you can go ahead and email us at eastwestfootballnetwork at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, uh, anything like that. Again, we want to, you know, be very interactive with fans and listeners. So go ahead and send us an email. And like, and yes. just, just to add to that, if you feel that you can bring something, if you want to showcase your skills, right, your draft skills, hey, email us at that email. And uh, we'll, be more to, we'll be more than happy to bring you on, you know, of, of course, it, just to give you a heads up, it is a, an internship, but it's a, it's definitely a platform for you to to be able to showcase your skills. If you feel that you'd like to be a part of this team, uh, send us an email and, and we'll get back with you. Today, we're going to reshare an interview we did a couple of weeks back with Shaquille Bolden, very talented young man, ready for his next opportunity in football. So for your listening pleasure, the Shaquille Bolden interview. So tonight we actually have a special guest. He is a NFL free agent defensive back, Shaquille Bolden. How you doing, Shaquille? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. Good. Good. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. If you can just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm Shaquille Bolden. Um, I'm 26. And that's what I'm going to tell you guys that um, I came from really, you know, a very, very rough, rough background and childhood. I didn't really want to listen to my parents and stuff like that. Um, only because I was acting out because my dad was on drugs. So my stepdad and my mom had to raise me. Um, and I didn't want to listen to them too. So, you know, they had to, I had to get out of the house at an early age, about 13, 14 to go live with my aunt and uncle. That's who, who raised me and stuff like that. And, is it's more so like I got to tell everybody, you know, I I finished high school, um and after high school I went to junior college because of my grades and stuff like that. And 
when I went to junior college, it was just, you know, I, I really didn't go there to take care of business. I went there for two years, did not get my degree because I was, you know, listening and hanging around the wrong crowd and stuff like that. So that was that's pretty much how I went. But at the same time, I never gave up on chasing my dream only because that's not how I was raised, you know. But junior college taught me, you know, that I should have just went in there and got my stuff done and and everything else. And it just was like on some stuff. Like I was just thinking growing up, like while only my dad was in my life, like he is now, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have did what I did, but you know, everybody makes mistakes and that's what I learned growing up, you know, and now I I help with um, coaching kids, mentoring kids. And, you know, that's the fun part about it because I'm helping them also, you know, achieve their goals and dreams and, and, and pretty much helping them because I know some, I know somebody is going through what I went through growing up, you know, and I'm just trying to help change that and stuff like that. And that's, that's, that's pretty much how I was growing up. Um, I felt that I left school a little too early. I left during college too early to go pro. But, you know, now that I know what I know now, if I could do over again, I would. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Real, real good, um, Shakira. <clears throat> Quick question I want to ask you. Um, I know I talked to you a while back, and you said you was doing something with the high school pl- football players or whatnot, trying to get them to some good colleges or whatnot. Can you elaborate on that? Okay, I, I started a company when I was playing overseas football in Mexico City um, called Bodie and Beyond. And what I do is I go out to the high school games and scout the players, and I go – I have different players from different areas, UK, you know, you name it. And what I do is I put their name out there. I go talk to different um, college coaches like, hey, you should take a chance on my guy because of this and that. And basically what I do is I get their name out there and get them exposure. Um, This year alone, I want to say I had maybe 14 to 15 kids signed, and I still have more that that are signing, you know. Um, And I love doing that because it's giving me a, a bond with different college coaches all around the world and stuff like that. And I also do different sports and stuff like that, but I, I love doing that job because it's it's fun and you know um, I I love waking up every morning. Oh, and a coach DM me and say, "Hope oh, hey coach, we just offered such and such. Thank you." You know, I just love helping helping others, and that's the fun part about it is is that I can I have my own company. Of course, people doubted me and stuff like that, but I know what I'm doing now. And you know, I started this in October, and now I'm already you know, successful at doing this stuff. And I really love recruiting and stuff like that and love helping somebody else achieve their goals, you know, and, and that's just how, how it goes. I love, I love helping. I love recruiting, you know, cause I play football also at a high level, but also I'm helping somebody else, somebody's son get to that, that top level too also. So that's, what's fun about it. Real good there. And, and who currently in the NFL right now, would you compare your game to? <laughs> I would I could I would compare it to um Earl Earl Thomas. You know, he really? hits hard and I love so I'm really I could say him because that's how I would that's why I compare myself because I hit hard and I don't show no slack and no type of lack. 
So, yeah, that's what I would compare. He's my favorite player. Um, I also play receiver too, but I like defense. You know, I only play receiver if if, if a coach needs me to. Like, oh, can you play receiver, kickoff return? I'm very good at kickoff return and punt returns and stuff like that also. Or kickoff, um, I'm that guy you want to put – you could put anywhere on the field and uh, make it happen for you. Real good, real good there. So, let me ask you, Shaquille. Uh, you said you played in Mexico, is that correct? Yes, sir. Mexico City. That's my – I love Mexico <laughs> can City. Explain, can you explain to us what what uh, what exactly – like, did you play for a specific team? So, <laughs> this is the fun part about it. So, um, I actually was talking to a coach over there in Mexico City because they have a lead over there. They have a um, a lead is LFA, and they also have a uh, a higher lead that I think is, um, yeah, LFA is the higher lead. But I was playing for a lower lead that that LFA comes and scouts. So what I did was I went over there. Um, for two years straight, I went over there and played the, to get my name out there more. And the scouts came to, you know, evaluate me and stuff from there. And I went over there and really showed them, like, you know, I can ball and um, this is why you should sign me. And I actually had fun. I met some really cool people. Um, I, of course, ate a lot of tacos and different foods. And stuff. I tried different foods because, you know, it's different from California and Durham and it's different, you know, different, different cultures, stuff like that. But I went over there um, and did really good, got what I wanted really. So it was like people sleep on it only because it's Mexico, but it's nothing really bad about going over there besides like, you know, drinking the water, but it's actually a good city, you know? Um, and I would recommend any athlete that wants to get his name out there. He just, you know, have to, willing to be willing to go over there and showcase and do what he's supposed to do because they also connected with to, with the CFL also. So, yeah, I went over there and played two seasons, did good. And and now um, the LFA is wanting me to come for um, a combine in, in October, November. So I'm waiting on that to come. So I would just tell any athlete, you know, it's, it's more than football than the NFL and the CFL, you know, or arena league is overseas. They love us overseas because, you know, of course we're Americans and we know the game of football. So I done played in Poland. I done, I done played in Poland, Mexico. I done, I have been everywhere. I've been to Germany before. So, you know, just, I just, oh, wow. yeah, I don't just limit myself to only staying in state. You know, I go wherever the money go and it's not a lot of money over there. Cause of, you know, our money worth more, but I go where, I need to go and, you know, get stuff done. And it's, it's surprisingly, I had a a lot of teams and stuff that from over there that I played against and beat wanted me to, oh, can you come play for us? We'll pay you this much. But it's just it's just a simple fact that, you know, when I go over there, you just think about you see a, um American player on the team, you just like, you know, oh. and in the case is, yeah, I'm, I'm one player. It's only one of me on there, but I make a difference, you know, and – that's that's all I, I competed for a championship over there before lost lost two to zero, um, lost two to zero and it was crazy and that right there got my name out there alone so it's just you know I suppose been playing an arena season this year but the coronavirus messed that up but you know I know it's I know somebody's gonna give me a shot. So I'm the GM right now and I'm looking at you and I say what can you bring to my team? What are you gonna bring to my team? I'm going to bring energy. You're going to get a hardworking player. 
that came from nothing, and you're gonna and you're gonna get a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent every 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 play, you know. And and that's what I bring. I'm not. I don't fear fear nothing at all. Um, and and what I mean by that is, yeah, we're in the NFL or CFL, but at the same time, this is this is what I want to be my job, you know. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to do what I have to do, and I'm I'm a, a good leader. Um, and I have a lot. I have a lot to bring to the table, and I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm really not gonna stop until I get there. And that's just the difference between me and other athletes. You know, a lot of people. Oh, I'm gonna quit because I'm not there. Oh well, you know, that's just how it is. That's just life. But that's not me. That's not how my uncle um, Stanley Moore raised me. So that's just how. That's just how I'm giving it up. It's just you gonna you gonna get the raw and uncut version of me. You know, and. And that's just how I'm. That's how I'm carrying myself from here on out, you know. And a lot, I've been doubted a lot by a lot of people, um, family members too. Um, but they don't. They don't. They don't sit right there. They don't make me go down or nothing like that. They just um, add more fuel to the fire, you know. Like my grandma said, you gotta. I mean, I've been proving people, um, people wrong my whole entire life, you know. And that's just how they. They said I wasn't gonna graduate. They said that I was just gonna be. Um, and gangs and stuff like that, and I proved them wrong, you know, and, and that's just how I'm giving it up. I'm going to prove them wrong every single time when you doubt me. That's real good. And, hey, Shaquille, that's real good what you're doing for the kids. I think that, like what you said, I think that I think a lot of people could take notes, especially, you know, hey, don't just limit yourself and just wait here in the States. You know, hey, go out there and get some exposure. You never know who cause, who's going to give it. you the call. Uh, to add to that, has ha- have, have you – have you seen any attention from any teams, arena, uh, CFL, NFL, anything? Um, I'm going to be totally honest. Um, yes. Um, arena wise, I was just signed with uh, Cape Fear. Um, that was in the A A L um last year. Um, I actually was signed with them. I went to they invited me to training camp. I signed with them to go to training camp. I was released from them. Um. Last year, yeah, last year I was I was signed with um, Elite Sports, um, Ages, and they had um, they had the Tennessee Titans, um, a couple CFL teams there, and I want to say the Jaguars too, and an AA um, F team there, and I got good feedback from there, you know, um, and this year. Um, I was in contact with the Los Angeles Rams um, and the BC Lions. So it was just more so like I know, like, okay, if I get do what I'm supposed to do, then I can be at that the, at any time I could be there because I just feel that I'm supposed to be there, you know, and that's just how, how, I, how I am, you know, and that's just how I'm doing it from now on. I'm, on, I'm 20, 26, you know, but age is nothing but a number to me. So it's just like I can – I'm healthy. No, no type of injuries or anything. I never had any injuries or anything, and I'm I'm fully ready to go now. If they call me, they call me tomorrow. I'm ready to go now. Bass patting everything. So, um, yeah. So I was signed with them, but then you know I'm just like like everybody else, I'm just waiting on this stuff to be over so I can make moves. I know I'll be training in Los Angeles this summer, um, and you know just ready to to go wherever. So I'll be in Los Angeles this summer training and um ready, you know, ready to ready to go to the Los Angeles Ram or whoever and do what I'm supposed to do, you know, and be out there 
and ready for them to, you know, at any moment give me a contract or, you know, that's just how I, that's how I'm, that's how I'm giving it up this summer, you know, and that's just how I'm coming because I'm not going to quit. That's the thing about me. You're not, oh, you know, I'm not quitting at all. And that's just how I am. Good, man. I mean, I mean, we're, we're excited to see the rest of your journey, how it plays out. I mean, if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work for you in the CFL or NFL, it looks like you, you definitely have, you know, a lot of people in, you know, underneath your, your, you know, underneath you, your, your wings, right. And that you're helping carry to, to get to their next level. So, you know, we're wishing you the best of luck in the rest of your journey. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you guys. And Shaquille, if I could ask, so we, we do have some, uh, NFL scouts, CFL scouts, uh, agents that listen to the show, and also general managers. So what do you want them to hear from you as far as, like, maybe something they don't know about you? Something they don't know about me? Um, that they should know. They should know that I'm not a quitter and I'm not going to give up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I'm very seen. You know, you're going you're gonna to know that I'm, that I'm ready to work and that I'm there. You know, and that's just – that's the bottom line is because I have to, I have to, I feel like my, my stepdad before he died and before anything, he told me I need to, I need to be there. Um, he wants to see me at that level, you know, because I had that potential to be there since I was growing up. And that's, that's where I'm, that's why I'm fighting so hard to prove. And that's why I'm fighting so hard because that's what my, before, that's what my stepfather asked of me before he passed away while I was on the phone with him. That's what that's what it was. That's what, we had a long talk the night before he died, which is crazy. And that's what and that's what I'm doing. And and not only for him, I'm doing it for everybody, you know, and all the people that came from out the trenches and stuff like that too. I'm giving them kids and everybody hope because that's all that's all you really can do, you know, give everybody hope. And I'm just I pray every day because you know, and day I, I have lost family members and stuff and. Me losing my stepdad was like the most, you know, hurtful situation because I just seen him. You know, he was healthy and stuff like that, but I never knew he had that many weeks to live and stuff like that. You know, and that's just how how I am. You know, and uh, I I feel that I I will fail him if I quit now. You know, and that's just that's just how I am. That's that's real good, man. Uh- Shaquille, where, where can our uh, our audience follow you on social okay, media? Okay, um, my Instagram, Rich underscore homie underscore twenty two. Um, Bolden. Um, my Twitter, um, Marquez Bolden fifty one. So M A R Q U I S B O L D N fifty one, and and all of that you can just follow me on there. Um, any anybody want to reach out? Just reach out. I, I always have my phone and stuff like that. And that's pretty much that's pretty much all. All right. Well, again, we want to thank you for joining us on the show today, and best of luck thank to you. Appreciate I thank you guys. Appreciate. It. All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we get off the air today? Yes. Um. Like I said, man, we we got some new guys that's gonna be joining us. We we launched our website today and this week, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing from the guys and seeing all their work and all you, all you guys. Y'all should be the same. looking forward to it as well. And Shaquille Bode, I want to thank him again for allowing us to, to do that with him and, and get it out there again.
Yeah, Shaquille, thank you so much. We we really do appreciate that. And guys, the website it's it's truly exciting, and it's it's a true honor to be a part of of this. It's a platform where you know we have very unique authors that are they just putting their different they're giving you a different perspective and spin on the areas that they you know that in the areas that they live they live in. So overall, I mean, when you look at it, it especially to come down to the draft. It's gonna. You, we're gonna have mock drafts. We're gonna have, you know, all the latest breaking news on there. So it's an exciting time, and it's a true honor to be a part of this. Yes. Yes, and we'd like to thank Shaquille Bolden for joining us you know, a couple of weeks back. It was real nice to hear that interview again. And also, any you know, agents, scouts, NFL, CFL, listen to the show. Listen to this interview. This young man is ready for his next opportunity. And he's yes. very, he's a very talented. So, you know, let's let's you know let's connect him to you. Let's you know let's make this happen for him. That's right. And and with that being said, that's going to go and wrap it up for the East West Football Podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening and have a good day. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. Touchdown! On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Yes.